skill building happens most often than not when somebody started working right or somebody started doing internship this is something which we have personally gone through and which we have also observed a lot right so you know our thought process was why should people learn only at work right why can't there be a place where people can learn something the way they learn at work Welcome back to the Exploring Podcast. My name is Teja. I love that you come back every week to learn, to execute, and to exploit, and to clone the thought process that could have a massive impact on the way we think, on the way we act, on the way we communicate, and learn with others, right? And you already know that I'm fascinated about finding and introducing the amazing people with incredible brains in technology or business. One other thing that I love about podcasting is that we get a chance to connect with that person that I've been following for a long and apply their initiatives and diving into their per. personal and professional exploits that help them to become a better version a better version of their ideas a better version of their visions and goals and a better version of their thoughts and aligned actions that could create a huge impact so today's guest is the co-founder of cryo.do as you already know he is ratnamurthy having over a decade of experience in product management business analysis and marketing in 2018 ratna switched his career from working for corporate to build cryo Believing in learning by doing into the core, Cryo provides specialized learning environments for young developers and engineering students or any computer science aspirants wishing to learn production level development or product engineering. In 2019, just in a year, Cryo has raised over 1 million dollars from Binny Bansal and other investors. Before Cryo, Ratna was a senior director of product management at Flipkart where he was on building high performance teams and managing product managers with extending hundreds of engineers along. On top of that, the team behind Cryo has built an incredible interface between academics and industry that requires indeed in this generation that I can't wait anymore to start exploring with Ratna Murthy. Thank you so much for joining us Ratna. I'm super excited to have you on the show. Hey thanks thanks Teja thanks for having me here uh, I'm very excited to uh, talk to your audience and share my insights thanks for having me So I still remember your message to me on LinkedIn which made me to evangelize Cryo in our campus uh, which literally helped a lot of students really like on learning the production level development and they are so glad that you reached out to me and then I reached out to the most of the people in the college and they literally got a chance to work on the production level code and they and they were working on Cryo summer of doing and that's amazing and thanks for that Ratna that was so great Thanks thanks Teja I think I think we we still are in touch with your campus I think yeah I think people like you who take uh initiatives and actually uh take any new initiatives to the students is very very critical for any student community so thanks for doing that yeah yeah i mean that was very great opportunity for us and for me as well because i was in the initial very first batch of cryo summer of doing <laughs> where i was on building backend for qeats uh, with java and mongodb and all of that so i really enjoyed the entire learning process and i and i have never seen such value coming up so how do you feel now like it's been the cryo has been so much impactful for most of the engineers and also the software developers so <laughs> how do you feel now yeah i think it's it's always great to see uh, uh, i think uh, your work uh, creating real impact for people's life right so mm. i think uh, i think we are as uh, we are like more passionate than ever right so and especially uh, in this current environment where colleges are not running right uh, people even working professionals have a lot of time Uh, in the home and people thinking about uh, the people are anxious about their career right people are thinking about uh, how do they skill up right so we feel i think uh, even uh, like relevant than ever right uh, mm. and 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 like i think yeah i think we are we are continuing to push uh, the boundaries on 
providing uh, work like opportunities for more and more more and more developers right so not only students working professionals right so we are expanding the horizon we are actually providing lot more opportunities right so it's actually pretty exciting uh, and like now that we are 2 years into the journey right so we already started seeing uh, yeah. our students the crew tribe is getting built right so we have people who started us pretty early on uh, like gone ahead and actually uh, achieved great things in their career right so they come back and they share their views to their users right so crew tribe is actually uh, is becoming more and more powerful day by day right so that's pretty good thing uh, and we believe that's very important for any community right so Uh, we are glad that uh, our alumni is coming back and and helping our users yeah yeah <laughs> super that's i mean that's so cool to listen actually even alumni are coming back and sharing their things and they are helping the others so that's the best thing that ever could happen in a company right in edutech that's that's amazing and that could that's way to go in the future as well so but i never ask you this question like what is the reason behind naming cryo and what is really mean i i personally don't know about it like what what is cryo and what does really mean yeah cryo literally means create right so in, in i think if you pronounce it cryo uh, it's portuguese pronunciation if you pronounce it creo it is sanskrit pronunciation right so yeah uh, yeah cryo means creation right mm. and uh, i think we and dot do indicates uh, the learn by doing right so that's what we fundamentally believe in right so yeah it's an experiential learning platform like talking about uh, yeah the, the motivation behind cryo i think like like uh, many other uh editec uh, founders right we are really passionate about helping people to learn better right and hmm. and and at least the, from the background we come from right and and we attribute all of our success to the mentors we had right uh, and the quality of education we had at work uh, at universities right so we really feel uh, good quality learning can actually transform people's life right so uh, when we are when we are actually thinking about doing something on our own right uh, after spending uh, uh six seven years at flipkart right being part of the the growth journey right so that really uh, at least personally motivated me to think about uh my own entrepreneurial journey and uh, uh inspiration to create something meaningful and large and impactful right uh when you think about what should we do right so mm. something in education was definitely top of my mind right uh, i think that's when i uh, my street my co-founder sridhar uh he also came back to india from us we had multiple conversations uh this is an area where both of us are passionate about right so uh, and we believe tech is going to transform the world right and uh, but engineers are going to be the driving force behind that right so so we believe uh, uh, nurturing engineering talent nurturing uh, uh, nurturing development talent is going to be uh, key input to this transformation right so yeah we wanted to do our bit to that towards that goal Yeah so when did Cryoborn is that is that during the Flipkart days or is that uh, or is that after coming out of the Flipkart days No actually I left Flipkart in early 2018 uh, right and then it we like took 3 4 months break uh, we actually started in May May 2018 So it's after you came out of Flipkart and you got an idea about into the cryo and you jumped in right there We wanted to do broadly something in technology learning right we are not very sure what exactly we want mm. to do right and uh, Yeah, my role at Flipkart is pretty, uh, pretty hectic, uh, right? A lot of responsibilities, right? So I really could not take out time uh, to work on my uh, any side projects, right? So I had to quit even to get some time to think about anything else, right? So, so when I wanted to do something on my own, uh, it was natural for me to think about how do I logically transition out, then take some time, time out, and think about what exactly I need to do. 
Yeah, so when you are being into Flipkart, like for years, like, I mean, it's more than like five years, you're being there. So possibly, like it's all into the e-commerce, right? But when you came out, it's, it's very rare to people to see that they transformed their career into another completely different career because you, we, you have a huge shift from e-commerce background to an edutech, right? So what, what it really made you to actually choose an edutech startup when you, when you came out of Flipkart? I think, yeah, uh, it, it's not like, for example, I knew e-commerce and I started in Flipkart, right? So I think <laughs> fundamentally what Flipkart taught to us is is not not just e-commerce, right? It's about, it's about how do you think about solving a problem, right? How do you think about building a product? Mm. Right? How do you think about uh, meeting customer needs, right? Yeah. Uh, I think those things fundamentally uh, are not very different. It's okay, whatever problem you solve, right? Uh, but when it comes to what problem you want to solve, uh, you have to really choose the one which you're really passionate about, right? Which you can actually think, start thinking about and start solving for not just work, not just one year, two year, right? Like for, for multiple years, right? So, mm. uh, I think, yeah, I think I, I, I felt really passionate about, uh, tech learning, right? I think, uh, I thought I, I, it's worth spending my, uh, time on it. Right. So, but I think definitely the experience we get in Flipkart in terms of, uh, uh, problem solving or building a product or thinking about how to take it to market, right? So those learnings are still relevant, right? So it's not just e-commerce, right? Yeah. 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 I totally get that. I mean, th- that is a way that usually uh, thinking would differ matter, right? So possibly, I mean, e- the cryo journey would definitely help a lot of people out there who is listening to this. If they are starting a edutech startup, it will definitely help them. So I want to know, like, what are those first steps that you have taken uh, when you got, when that cryo was initially an idea, right? We start from ideation, right? So you have that cryo in your brain, like an idea. So what are the, what are the steps they had, that you have taken to take it forward? Yeah, I think so. Uh, and we, we had a, we had an intuition and, and even now we feel uh, the way the learning and education is happening around technology is kind of broken, right? But that's very broad, right? You can't say it's broken and like, so there are so many people are trying to solve for it, right? So uh, you have to start somewhere small and then you need to have, what is the insight you have uh, to for you to believe that you can actually solve it differently, hmm. right? It's not like a new problem which no one is thinking to solve, right? So when you started, at least the the uh, uh, insight we had even now, uh, uh, what we believe in is, even though there is a lot of uh, resources, right? Uh, when we were studying, it was books and library, right? And probably uh, in 2010 onwards, a lot of videos, a lot of resources are available, right? Uh, it's not it's not a lack of resources, right? Which leads to uh, uh, which leads to why people are not learning, right? So hmm. if we felt we felt there's a lot of resources available for people to learn and actually gather the knowledge, but when it comes to uh, for somebody to have a real skill, right? Uh, and it's a real skill, an ability to apply and build something, right? And uh, people lack a lot, right? So that skill building happens uh, most often than not when somebody started working, right? Or somebody started doing an internship, right? Mm. Uh, this is something which we have personally gone through and which we have also observed a lot, right? So I think our thought process was, why should people learn only at work, right? Why can't there be a place where people can learn something the way they learn at work? Exactly. Right? So. Uh, I think, yeah, our fundamental product thesis is about that, right? So why can't we have a platform where people get work-like experiences and they can get something learned practically, right? Uh, yeah. That, 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 that was a starting point, right? And then we started thinking about where do we, where, where is the need for it, right? Who would actually take it? Uh, I think that that's kind of how the journey started. Yeah. 
Yep, I mean, so, I mean, that's actually, like, a very, the deep purpose behind Cryos, right? So, everything you do, like, the, a huge initiative, like, Cryo is going to be uh, having a deep intention to actually have a lot of change in the developers of students or any computer science enthusiasts coming up, right? So, that is the deep purpose, and that's great, amazingly, like, uh, but what about this? Like, when we have, uh, like, an EduTech startup, right, thinking into, in that, in that shoes, so, like, what are the steps that you have taken to take it forward, like, from ideation, and now it's a complete, a huge company, right? Yeah. So, what, what are the first steps that you have taken in the initial phases? So, uh, how, what are they? Like, did you reach any investors and tried about that? Or, or did you got any chance to work with any other else to make it forward? Like, how did it happen? Yeah, the initial, initial uh, four or five months or so, uh, we were a small team of uh, three people, right, trying to build something and test it out in the market, right? So we had some hypothesis around uh, who can use it, right? And we actually didn't build a large team because we didn't have a, a, a complete conviction about what we are talking about, right? So we did a small uh, POC, we started testing it out in the market, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, once we started gaining some uh, conviction about what we are talking about makes sense, people actually like it, uh, people actually need it. Then we started thinking about raising money, building the team, mm. uh, and those things follow, right? So, yeah, it, was, it started as a uh, smaller experiments, a POC product, right? Trying to get the feedback uh, and iterating pretty faster, right? I mean, that, that's how the, uh, the initial steps were. And once we had more conviction about uh, what you want to build, right, and why we believe it will work, right? Then we actually uh, uh, raised our initial round of funding and we started building the team. Right. Uh, then actually, we started investing in building the product, right? Foundations in the product, right? So, suppose that we started uh, figuring out multiple other go-to-market initiatives, right? I think that's when we we have done uh, Creo Summer of doing uh, to reach out to larger student base, right? Uh, we wanted to try out how it works, everything online, yeah. right? What are the interest in student level? What are the skill levels they have, right? Uh, yeah, I think that that's how the direct-to-developer offering uh, started emerging. Technology is transforming every industry and quality developers are going to be the driving force behind that change. Existing ways of learning through video-based and traditional universities are not making the cut. Cryo believes developers need and deserve better ways to learn and shape the new world. Cryo is changing the way techies learn through work-alike micro-experiences with real-world problems created from industry. Try free micro-experiences at cryo.do and get free perks at exploit.chat forward slash cryo. That's exploit.chat forward slash cryo. Cool. Okay. So uh, when you mentioned that about like in the initial phases, uh, you tried some experiments to actually validate whether the whether the ideation would work or not, right? So you tried a few sort of experiments, right? So what, what what are they like? What what are those experiments that you have done and you came to a conclusion that cryo will be standing ahead? So what what are those such an exp- experiment? Like when I say experiments, it may be like a survey. It may be like something else. So what, uh, any anything about that? Can you speak more about like such experiments that actually gave you the validation that cryo could stand out? I think yeah, we, we, we ourselves are techies, we come from tech ecosystem, right? So we have reached out to a bunch of friends who are hiring managers, who are actually hiring a lot of freshers. Hmm. We kind of uh, spend a lot of time with them understanding their expectations and versus what's happening on the ground, right? So one thing we observed was uh, people spend time, uh, even after hiring from top institutes, uh, uh, training, right? And actually onboarding, spending a lot of time in training people. Right. So yeah. we thought that might be a good opportunity for us to test it out. Right. So uh, we reached out to a few companies. We told them we could help you guys with the onboarding the people you already hired. Hmm. 
right? That, that was the first offering we had, right? So we put together a curriculum, we put together a uh, uh, very, very MEP uh, kind of a product, right? That we could actually uh, do it, right? So uh, that actually kind of gave us a lot of validation because it's not just you're taking to students, right? So you're taking to take corporates where they critique your product, they critique your approach, curriculum, right? So it was a pretty good validation psyche for us. Uh, uh, to get their inputs in terms of what they expect, right? What exactly they do. Uh, that's pretty much the gap they're fulfilling, right? What's supposed to happen in the university, right? So I kind of, that was a good experiment for us to understand uh, the expectations companies had. Yeah. Right. And we could also, uh, we could also validate the fact that they're willing to pay for that, right? They're willing to pay for it and they're actually, they need, they need that, right? Whatever the uh, learning programs we have, uh, conceptualized, uh, they had a real need for it, right? So, which kind of gave us more confidence. What we are doing is not completely uh, out of nowhere, right? Companies really need it. If companies really need it, why can't somebody do it on their own uh, before even coming to this company, right? So, I think that's 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 how the uh, the experiments went. Cool, and also like usually, like like when we try doing something, it's very very usual that we make a lot of mistakes, right? And later we realize that 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 was the thing that you, that I have shouldn't done, right? And then we realize and we learn from that, and we try not to make the next time to repeat it, yeah. right? So that is how we usually work. Like that's how the we we think that's how we try something and we make mistake and we learn and we grow, right? So how about cryo then? So uh, during that initial phases. What, what do you feel still now that, okay, that was a mistake that I have done and what are your learnings from that? Yeah, I think <laughs> we are in the pretty early, we are in the pretty early uh, stage of our journey, right? So even, even today we make a lot of mistakes, right? So uh, mm. uh, I think, yeah, we, we really believe that's okay. I think uh, we kind of understood the, like, as long as you learn from your mistakes, uh, it's okay, right? So it's not something very specific, right? So even today we are in a pretty early stage, we are still, uh, Figuring out the right target segments, right? Figuring out the right offering, right? So we keep iterating the things we do, right? Mm. So uh, I think mistakes and learning from that is actually part and parcel of like every day, every week thing for us, right? It's not something which uh, which is like a very exception. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Uh, and also, I mean, it's been so far your your building communities and also building teams and managing them. Uh, you know, what would be your words of advice for someone getting into edutech startups? So what would you say for them? I think edutech startups, right, for them, I think it's a huge opportunity, right? So uh, especially, uh, I think the online adoption, right? People have been uh, people have been forced to do it with COVID, right? So yeah. Uh, you don't need to convince anyone about online anymore, right? As long as you have a, you have a valid content and an engaging way of delivering it, right? And it solves for the user's need, real need, right? Uh, there's so much opportunity, right? Mm. Right, right from, right, like people are like right from learning chess to right from learning guitar. It's not just need not be all this serious stuff, right? So, uh, I think it, 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 it's it's a it's a huge opportunity there, right? And uh, I think a lot of companies are uh, doing a great job. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think the way I, we think about it is as long as you have something meaningful to offer uh, and then you have an engaging way to deliver it. Right. Uh, there is a market for everyone. Right. So, yeah, you just keep focusing about what problems you're trying to solve. Uh, uh, how can you solve it better than everyone else? Right. Uh, that's that's kind of how we think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And also, like, I mean, when we look into the cryo's core belief of learning by doing right. So possibly, like, uh, what would you say? Like, is that what colleges are lacking? Yeah. See, I think not just colleges, right? For example, yeah. Uh, generally, 
if you if you if you think about uh, if you think about learning uh, especially uh, something like technology right uh, this has to be fundamentally it's a craftsmanship right you have to end up where you are learning to build something right so yeah uh, from a pedagogy perspective uh, more experiential uh, more applied pedagogy actually makes a lot more sense right so the way you teach uh, uh, i don't know probably literature or the way you teach economics and the way you teach computer science right need not be the same hmm. right especially even 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 in the engineering right so for example computer science has uh, evolved so much digitally right you can actually spin off a machine uh, in a second and actually create any environment for someone to show something right uh, yeah I, i think the technology has actually enabled us so much right but i think uh, we believe the pedagogy and the way we learn and teach uh, uh, has not been reimagined right? mm. so uh, especially for the engineering uh, uh, technology world uh, and we fundamentally believe learn by doing is 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 uh, the methodology people should be thinking about right uh, it actually really creates not just not just knowledge right mm. uh, it creates a real skill real competency it will create people who could actually go ahead and actually apply it and create new things right so uh yeah i think colleges are to certain extent trying to do that by pushing people for internships and trying to bring in some labs but there's, mm. a, there's a long way to go yeah yeah so what about this like if you get a chance to speak to the education council so <laughs> what would you what would you speak to them do you, what would you actually say to them to make some changes what what are their changes would look like yeah, i think so so there are there are only sort of, there are only certain things which can be done at a policy level right for example the uh, i think i think the entrepreneurs like us right and and actually should create uh, uh, the viable solutions right i think which yeah. which i think the gov- government and society are more 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 and more open nowadays right so mm. so they want people to go to internships so they're saying go they're mandating go and do internship they're not enough internships what do people do right so mm. the intentions are right right uh i think how are we executing it across all legs right uh, what are we doing at institutions what are we doing at a student level right what is industry expecting right i think uh, uh i think there should be a better way to actually bring all these things together yeah right i think intentions are right everywhere right uh even the the government feels uh, people should have a lot more uh experiential skills people should doing more internships right but i think the way it get executed across the funnel is not tied together today right so that's something which which i think all of us should uh, uh, try contributing in improving that right mm. uh, at least the way i if i think about it today the way technology is taught right uh, has to fundamentally undergo a change right it has to be a lot more practical right and people should have uh, uh, i think i think the, even the internships right should be seen uh, in a very different light right it's not like a from like 50 years back right so today uh there are so many freelancing platforms if you are if you are a student yeah right if you really want to do some industry quality work right you can actually you can actually take up a project if you are really skilled hmm right so uh i think the the, the ecosystem is evolving right uh, i think the way we uh, imagine education the way we imagine industry experience internships right all those things has to evolve right yeah uh, that's that's my high level thought 
Yeah, cool. I mean, uh, that, those things are actually need to be realized on the both ends as well. What I feel is that uh, moreover to the education as well, but also it mostly depends on a student's mindset, right? So if there, if that person is actually getting into a lot of exposure and trying out to apply for internships, yeah. so that will be so much helpful for him. Uh, specifically not 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 caring about colleges things want caring about what syllabus teaches them right yeah. so i mean that's that's great that's that's beautifully said and and how about this like uh, in, in cryo like there should be some sort of uh, principles right when we in in the edutech thing so before you launch any program or any initiative or any kind of a product let's suppose uh, cryo has cryo launch cryo dev sprints and many other right so before you uh, before cryo launches any sort of such initiatives what are the principles that need to be followed first? I understand, right? So I think for, for us, the, the learner is the, the core of everything what we do, right? So Cool. Uh, and and, and we, 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 we think about learning outcomes uh, very, very deeply, right? And, uh, and we also think uh, learning outcomes will not just come just because you just stuff the content. Yeah. Right? And we also give a lot of importance to think about how engagingly the content will get delivered, right? Mm. Uh, we actually bring in at a high level, I think learning outcomes and how engagingly we can deliver learning outcome is the two key things we try to keep in mind uh, whenever, whatever we do, right? Uh, but at a detail level, yeah. uh, when you think about content, when you think about delivery, when you think about product, I think we leverage uh, a lot of uh, uh, game mechanics and, and psychology, right? So think about how do we give frequent feedback to the users, right? So how do we give, uh, how do we give the first success to the user, right? So there's a lot of thinking goes behind in crafting the journey for the user. So uh, that being said, like when we have a cryo in the phase, like it's growing really good way and, and it's it's reaching to the most who are in need, right? So what, what do you think those things, these are the reason why we are having a new learner every day having a satisfactory thing, right? So what, what do you think that core reasons behind having such satisfactory and having a new learner every single day? Fundamentally, the, the learning outcomes are at the core of it, right? So... And actually, uh, when when a new learner come to us, right? So generally, initially when they come, initially they they, they don't even realize uh, how different it is, right? Or how effective it is, right? So when they actually start mm. going through it, after they start mm. seeing the first success, after they start seeing the work really working, right? Uh, their enthusiasm and their energy actually doubles, right? Uh, and they put so much effort, right? And, yeah. Uh, and, and, and 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 almost I think all our learners, right? Actually, they are they are all pretty uh, almost all of them actually are pretty happy users they just go out and talk about it with their friends and their family right uh, that's one of the key factor for us uh, for our growth right so uh, i think the learning outcomes and and the and the user satisfaction is at the core of what we do right and uh, and because what we're doing is refreshingly uh, new and uh, which which a lot of people are waiting for all this while right so we are pretty happy customers uh, who a lot of times say, oh man, I was waiting for this all this while. Why, where were you guys? Right. So those are the those are literal words we get from customers. Yeah. 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 Totally. And also, I mean, in the initial things, like when a new a new new learner comes into you and they have uh, an amazing experience, it lasts for uh, a really good time. But when we take it to a little longer, the, the energy goes down, right? So maybe it's because maybe multiple reasons, because maybe some external factors, maybe some ago because his internal issues, yeah. some anything would happen, right? So the engaging would be getting slowed down. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, how do you handle that? Like how how do you keep your audience or your learners engaging and keeping with up yourself to try out new stuff coming from cryo so one i think 
like one is actually engagement within the same program right some of our programs are actually four months long right so yeah we understand uh, there are a lot of working professionals right so who may not have time every day to put on right so we provide a lot of flexible options for example they can spend time only in the weekend right we actually help them to personalize their plan right uh, and whatever plan they make uh, we help them to we actually help showing them the mirror right and and make them accountable for the plan right so uh, i think some kind of an accountability and some kind of planning and tracking against that actually brings a lot of users back right and mm-hmm. once they start learning actually it becomes very very uh, close community right uh, there are meme bars right people people helping each other right it's really engaging community not just and people having fun right so one i think having a realistic plan and helping them to just uh, see that in the mirror every day right how they progress against the plan they make and uh, and and making the community engaging among themselves right uh, are the two things that are kind of working for us right but i think still engagement is a generally a problem uh, in any longer uh, learning programs yeah right? and and we are trying to find uh, every day newer ways to improve that yeah cool uh, what about this like um, even in the current like 2020 Uh, is that is that good to go with uh, a competitive kind of a startups or is that go with a diff- different ideas or creative way of uh, catching up the things i mean what i mean is that when i say like uh, it's like a red ocean right when we have a companies already like uh, amazon starting up a new e-commerce will be so tough will be so hard to actually compete with them but starting up another another initiative which would be so different so creative and also creating a lot of impact will be so different right so how how about that like is that in 2020 which works the best actually there there is no single answer right so <laughs> yeah in india even in india for example like people are people are thought e-commerce is done right there is amazon there is flipkart there is nothing much to do and, and there are a lot of companies like misho and a lot of social commerce companies are coming up right so i think i think especially in markets like india nothing is done right e-commerce is only 2% right Uh, i think online education probably is like 1% mm, right so mm. i think like there is a huge opportunity uh, there is a there is a huge room for growth in everything what we do right i think i don't think uh, there is any sector is like is kind of done that right uh, yeah yeah I, i really don't think that is a, that should be a consideration right as long as you understand something very deeply you know there is a problem and you believe you can solve it right mm. i think there is enough opportunity for you to uh, make an impact uh, Every, every field, I would say. Yeah, totally. And also, I have this question, like very much, like what happens is uh, there are uh, when you see into engineering, like a student mindset, there will be two kind of people, like whether they work core into data structures and uh, into the competitive programming, and they try to solve the problems into various things, and they come up and they attempt into competitive programming and they win, right? When I say win, it may be they get into the industry and they get a job. And the other perspective is that uh, they they don't. they don't do much into competitive programming to data structures but they work much into real time they work much into development and uh, doing in real time and putting into uh, into the use cases right i mean i think you have noticed such kind of people around yeah so uh, w- what would be your suggestion for students whether to go with uh, working with competitive programming and data structures and all of that or is that go with learning by doing uh, the real things which could help others or seeing the work coming up in real like a website building or an application development or a backend system or anything so what would be your choice for them i don't think it's mutually exclusive right for example uh, when you say when you say data structures or algorithm right that those are all like very basic programming foundations that every engineer should have right yeah yeah uh, but the, yeah but i think your job doesn't end by 
just keep practicing that to clear interviews or clear the initial tests mm. right once you actually gain the required foundations in data structures and programming right how do you put into practice right what do you do with that right uh, i think that's where choosing the right projects improving your development skills all comes into picture right uh, i don't think it's mutually exclusive right i think uh, uh, mm. uh, someone should be doing uh, both of it right but competitive programming is slightly different right i think that's the, the yeah. <laughs> i think that's that's mostly if you're passionate about it you'll do it but if you generally look at it hmm. from the perspective of building a career uh, you need to have a solid programming foundation you need a good foundation status success right then you also need to hone your development skills yeah super yeah that's that's comes to the end and uh, if you feel like sharing something to the listeners yeah please feel free to yeah i think uh, i think uh, uh, probably for all the developers out there right uh, i think my, yeah my advice is yeah one i think yeah, all of us have a lot of time in hand currently right uh, and uh, we just need to think about what we have control on what we don't have control on right there's no point in thinking about yeah my college is not opening up like i don't know your recruitment is slow down right <laughs> it's happening for everyone not not just for us right so yeah i think my my piece of advice would be just focus on what you have control on right figure out a way how you can actually uh, improve your skills mm. right uh, leverage the time available at hand right yeah when it comes to skilling at least our fundamental belief is uh, you should actually think about doing lot of projects right uh, and learn things by doing right uh, that'll help you long way right so uh, figure out optimal ways to learn uh, keep 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 focusing on learning uh, right i think uh, things will change right uh, market will open up right but i think Uh, just focus on what you have control on right i think that that's my definitely that should that should definitely help the most out there who are uh, who are the students and into the colleges and uh, complaining is also not the way like uh, as you mentioned like complaining is not always the way but we have to be in the way that we could explore and learn more in the time that we could take benefit from right totally uh, thank you so much ratina it means so much to me and to the listeners and that would definitely help them to grow that would let, definitely help them to learn as well so possibly thank you so much and i'm so happy that you are here and sharing your thoughts about your personal and professional life including your cryos journey and also about uh, as a startup things what others could take about it in the edutech and also what the student takeaways as well so comprising all of that it should be really helpful for them so thank you so much for joining us thank you thanks thanks for the opportunity teja yeah thank you technology is transforming every industry and quality developers are going to be the driving force behind that change existing ways of learning through video based and traditional universities are not making the cut cryo believes developers need and deserve better ways to learn and shape the new world cryo is changing the way tech is learned through work alike micro experiences with real world problems created from industry try free micro experiences at cryo.do and get free perks at expert.chat/cryo That's exploit.chat forward slash cryo.